Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of Reframe.fm. As you all know, we have passed the halfway mark of Ramadan now and we are approaching our third week of this month. And what more, Ramadan this year is in this circuit breaker period. So in the previous weeks, we touched on um, some of the things, including goals and intentions in the beginning of this blessed month, as well as some of the ways in which we can maintain our bonds of community and service, despite the circuit breaker circumstances. So now as we approach the third quarter of the month, after weeks of trying our best to be consistent in our ibadahs and all our amalans, some of us may actually feel our energy slowly depleting. So for some of us, we may have had like great enthusiasm and spirit in the beginning of the month, but for some of us, this spirit or this enthusiasm is kind of slowly waning or slowly fading away. And this may be different for different people due to different reasons. So today, we want to explore how exactly do we sustain the spirit of Ramadan and ensure that our motivation lasts till the very end of this month. I'm very excited about our episode today because we have Nadia Ismail joining us. Nadia Yay! Ismail is, a, is currently part of the Quran the Immense Ocean team and also she is a year three student in NUS majoring in life sciences. So let us welcome Nadia. Welcome Hello, Nadia. Nadia. <laughs> okay, hi Hakim, hi Noha. Thank you Noha for the excitement and <laughs> <laughs> thank you to the both of you for having me here today. Um, it's our it's our great pleasure to have a fellow friend on this um, episode with us today. Yeah, um, it's really nice to see the both of you again, although virtually. <laughs> so, uh, this is the best that we can do. Yeah, yeah so maybe um, you'd like to share with us just generally how your Ramadan has been, like roughly before we even start going to the topic, like how have you been, has it been okay so far? Mm-hmm. So I think um, for many of us this year, Ramadan is really different and extra special because of the extraordinary circumstances that we are mm. in. But I guess for me, like, and for most of us, like, we definitely would want to seize every moment and opportunity that we have because it's very rare for us to have, you know, such time in our hands. And now we are being uh, um, sort of like being forced um, to have time. Like we are literally being given the time. Mm that we should be maximizing in Ramadan. So, alhamdulillah, it has been interesting and a very interesting experience. <laughs> and I think it's really different for many of us. And I think uh, I'm really honored to be here today to be talking about this topic because I think it's really um, relevant to all of us. And it's also something that I personally like to gain insight in. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Now is we're already in the third week and I'm not sure about you, I'm not sure about Nuha also, but I guess for most of us, uh, sometimes the motivation, can, our motivation uh, at the start of Ramadan is now different uh, as compared to now, which is uh, three weeks in of uh, Ramadan. So along with the circuit breaker, along with the lack of congregation, along with the um, uh, shifting of a lot of uh, activities onto online platforms, sometimes it doesn't feel as, it doesn't feel the same as uh, what we have always experienced every single mm-hmm. year. 
Um, I mean, especially for like, uh, for me, I'm speaking off from like the difference between external motivation and internal motivation. Yeah, like for me, it's about which um, it is the lack of uh, external motivation that that prevents me from uh, continuing or maybe uh, uh, being more uh, involved consistent. in Ramadan. Yeah, consistent in Ramadan mm-hmm. this and, and with my goals. Uh, I'm not sure about you. What are you feeling about that? Like, uh, do you still feel the same as as motivated as you were when you started the month? Or yeah, Nadia. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think I can totally relate to that. Um, although for me personally, I would think that external motivation doesn't really play a major role for myself, but mm-hmm. it does play. It does uh really help me to some extent. So I think it was mm-hmm. the first night of Ramadan. Like when we had uh, Tarawih at home together with my family. So Alhamdulillah for that because usually like um, we do like our own, you know, worship. Like maybe some of us will go to the masjid but some of us would just pray at mm. home. So I thought that it was mm. really nice that we could pray in congregation. But like while I was, um, you know, performing the Tarawih congregation with my family, I just thought to myself how much I really miss like the, the, mm. the vibes, you know, in the mosque. And mm. obviously like, the Quranic um, recitation in in the mosque is like different, you know. I mean, I don't know what maybe you guys are Quran or have you Quran? Inshallah, one day. Inshallah, but far from it. Very far from it right now. I mean, I mean, inshallah. So, mm. uh, so I think for me, like although uh, most of my motivation comes internally for me, but mm-hmm. it really played a lot of. It really felt really different this year because of the fact that we couldn't go to mosque and. You know, being in congregation with um, the wider community in general, like mm. for example, having like sahur together or breaking the fast together, like the community mm. spirit, like I don't, you don't really get to feel it. But of course, mm. like there are also, you know, other alternatives like now where people do still help out with like food distribution and all that. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it's really just not the same as being in the mosque. Mm. Yeah, so like with this understanding of like, okay, we understand that right now, um, the immediate community we have right now is our family and we can't really kind of replicate that larger kind of communal feeling. So um, for you, what are some of the things that um, you do or you tell yourself in order to like keep yourself going and keep yourself motivated? Although technically you can do without the external motivation, but because of these changes, like, yeah. So how do you keep yourself motivated? Mm, I guess so for me, because of the lack of external motivation, I sort of have to, you know, compensate with my internal mm-hmm. motivation so for me like um i really took quite uh, a big consideration in terms of like the goals that i wanted to achieve for this ramadan so mm-hmm. i i thought about this before ramadan started yeah so i was just like thinking to myself you know like this is really a rare opportunity you have so much time on your head so for mm-hmm. me that personally and i would say that mm-hmm. it's coming from a place of privilege also to have this sort of time of being at home so I didn't want to waste any like moment or any opportunity not doing anything productive during Ramadan. So how yeah for me how I did it was to really think about the goals that I wanted to achieve as well as the intentions that I wanted to set for myself. Not just mm. um not just um within Ramadan alone, but ultimately about how I want to you know like sort of like improve my relationship and connection to Allah even beyond Ramadan. Mm. So I took quite some time to think about that. And, you know, like, I think for now, it's also something that I look back towards. But I think for me, like, even halfway through Ramadan, like, I did feel sort of like, I guess, 
tired or like mm. burnt out. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. So, because I think we, you know, we have like sort of a high expectations on ourselves. Yes. Yeah. We want yeah. to do more. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, can I just, yeah, can I just yeah, add on that? Because, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, like um, echoing. Okay, I'm not sure if like what I feel is to the extent of like Hakim, I'm sure everyone is different, but definitely I think like what Nadia said, the level of enthusiasm in the beginning of Ramadan is like next yeah. level. Because like you, you know, like you foresee yourself doing so many things because there is a desire in you to want to be better. You know, but then I realized that as we go into like yeah, the second week and then now approaching the third week, I feel like although I am still doing certain things, there are certain other things that I'm not keeping up with, you know, especially when I look back at my initial goals. So I wanted to ask you like Nadia and also Hakim, maybe like um, if you compare your goals in the beginning of this Ramadan and from where we are now, do you feel like you have changed any of your goals or do you feel like you need to like tweak them or alter them in order to consistently keep on going or what do you think? How do you navigate this? For me, it has always been uh, keeping it simple at the start. Yeah, because mm. I know like I'm not, I'm not the kind to, uh, if I were to set big goals, I mean, most uh, sometimes I will set big goals, but uh, in this case, because of the extraordinary uh, circumstances, I set smaller goals. Mm. And I mean, for me to keep sane, that is uh, that is something <laughs> that I can achieve lah, and yeah. inshallah there there will be something that I can achieve at the end of the month also. So for me, it's always been keeping small and uh, taking the time to uh, think about myself and to think internally as to what are the uh, things that I can grow from uh, this. Even though it's a it's such a small thing or some a small mm. goal, it doesn't mean that uh, it's going to be like uh, it doesn't mean that it's not going to be life changing yeah. Mm, yeah, definitely. So do you think uh, like are your goals that you have set yourself like extraordinarily huge or <laughs> do you still keep it simple? I don't know. <laughs> Inshallah. Okay, I guess it's all really relative, you know, to your own current like capabilities yeah, yeah. and yeah, limitations and such. So I think I'll just expound on what I feel um about Ramadan goals um in general. Mm-hmm. So so for me, like I mentioned earlier about how I had my goals early in Ramadan, right? So mm. and then I talked about how I got tired after a while. So um, there was just this day, like um, I think it was about halfway through Ramadan, like I was trying to, you know, restart the Quran. And then somehow I just felt that it was really difficult for me to sort of uh, keep to my daily goal, which I managed to keep to like every single day leading up to that particular day. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, so I was just like telling to myself, okay, like just stop reading for a while and then just like, you know, reflect like what this means, you know, like this mm. it means. So I was mm. just like telling myself, am I completing the, uh, you know, my Quran goal just for the sake of achieving goals? Like why am I doing this? So mm. I think um, one of the ways in which I sort of like uh, push myself to continue on with my goals is really just to go back to my intentions and re-examine why I'm doing certain things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I was just like thinking to myself, okay, like in general, like all the Ramadan goals that I set for myself, is it like for self-gratification? Because mm, if yeah. then it shouldn't be the case, you know, maybe that's why I was mm, tired. Because understand. To extent, yeah, to some extent, maybe I was doing it just for the sake of doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I took that day as a point of reflection. Lah. So that was the day mm. where I didn't manage to complete like, uh, like my Ramadan goals. Mm. yeah so then like I took it as a reflection to really just um, think about how I want to move forward from there and how Mm. how I really need to go back to the intentions behind the reasons why I do things so Mm. I 
what I did was to have a mid Ramadan review with myself. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> CEO <laughs> of myself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got to take charge of your life. Okay. Yeah. So, what what did you think about in the review? Yeah. So, for during the review, I evaluated two main things. Firstly, what were the things that I did well in the sense that I managed to keep it, okay. and secondly, the things that I can improve from there. So, in terms of the improvements, right? I wouldn't say that. Um, my goals have like changed drastically. Mm, so okay. the improvements is sort of like based on the current goals that I've set. Like how I can sort of like um, tweak it just a little to maybe fit better to my schedule. Mm. Uh, yeah, to just mm. you know, I think once you midway through Ramadan, you sort of really have an idea of how you can work around your yeah, time. I understand. What are the different commitments that you have? Because you mm. cannot like, just totally abandon your responsibilities yeah. anyways, or any yeah. other responsibilities that you have. Yeah, mm. so yeah, that's what I did for myself, like to really yeah. just reevaluate to see like what is the most practical um uh, goals that I can achieve for the remaining days of Ramadan. And mm. to add on on what Hakim said about you know small goals, big goals. Honestly, yeah, like, yeah, like I think a lot about this as also like you know like the you know sometimes you think that um you want to complete quote unquote big goals. Actually, what's more important is to be able to be consistent in that particular goal that you have set for yourself. So it doesn't mm. matter like how small or big or I mean mm. whatever you may call it. What's important is really to just um be be able to complete a goal which you can keep to consistently because that's more mm. important. Like let's say um reading five juice for example of the Quran one day and then just abandoning mm. for the rest. Yeah, of definitely. The day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and that's uh, just one of the takeaways that we can do, lah. Which is that, uh, firstly, we don't have to, firstly, don't compare yourself to others. Yeah. Second, mm. if you need to, maybe take a break and don't don't have to feel guilty about it. Maybe it's just mm. something that you need a short rest for a while mm. before you can go on further. Yeah. yeah, I like the idea of like this idea of recalibration that Nadia mm. mentioned. Like this idea that. I mean, we did start off with a set of goals, but that doesn't mean that that should be like the be all and end all for the whole of Ramadan. So it's like you said, we have to look at our energy level, the responsibilities that we have, the time on our hands, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think for me that's something really important because I'm the kind who's like, okay, this is set in stone, and like I want to achieve this, this, this. You know what I mean? But actually, like it's more flexible than that. And the most important thing is for us to like keep going and make sure that it's realistic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so on uh, this is like kind of like a side point, but also related. But I was just wondering when you talked about um, taking a break, right? When do we? How do we then like um, tell ourselves, or how do we negotiate this idea of um, being realistic, but at the same time pushing ourselves to do more? Because I guess a part of us knows that we actually can do more. So I guess my, like for me, okay, maybe just to share, like for me, like because Ramadan is such a special month, right? Because it yeah. only comes like once every year and. For us, we know that maybe like in examining ourselves, we know that in every other month, we won't do this. Like we really won't. So like how do we negotiate this idea of being realistic with our goals and like um, what do you call that, tweaking them? But also like actually, you know what? It's a special month. I can actually afford to do more. So how can I push myself? Yeah, so that's a question that I've been asking myself throughout this whole month. Yeah, I think it's a dilemma that most of us will be stuck with when, you know, sort of like thinking of the goals that we can actually achieve during Ramadan. So mm-hmm. I think for me personally, um, I mean, apart from going back to, you know, your intentions and 
everything and deciding whether they are practical or not for you. I think it's really this whole idea of understanding that at the end of the day, like we cannot do the acts of worship on our own. Like ultimately this strength mm. and energy comes from Allah. So, yeah. you know, like we should be asking Allah like to give us strength to be able to achieve these goals. Because if we rely on ourselves, like it's, I think it's really impossible for us to mm. complete like, oh, everything like perfectly, you know. Mm. And, and, and it's, I think it's also, you know, the struggle that we face is also part of the experience of Ramadan. Perhaps it's also a way mm. of us to you know, really just turning back to Allah and understanding that everything does come from Him. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, definitely, he, we should also remember that uh, he, really, he recognizes our efforts. Yeah. And mm. that shouldn't be like uh, something that we put aside because even though mm. like, if we do something small, something we don't ne- uh, normally do on a, on, if it's mm. not Ramadan, then he, we, mm. we do it during Ramadan. Even though it's mm. just a small thing, he recognizes our efforts and he recognizes that we are trying our best. Yeah, and then that for our listeners out there, we we shouldn't be like putting ourselves down because of it, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like for me, for one of the days, like uh, after, <laughs> after 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 uh, wow, that was usually after booker uh, for me. I don't know why, but as of late, my sugar levels cannot be maintained as well. So I will get a huge spike of energy, and then I'll just cry. okay. So when after Isha, when I want to do my trial week, I'll be so groggy. It's so bad. <laughs> and one more point of time, I don't even remember what rakai it was. I was so I feel so guilty about it. Oh my god! <laughs> so like, what are some of the things that you've done to like kind of I don't know work with that or negotiate with that? Control how much you eat during Booker. <laughs> yeah, control how much you eat during Booker. That is very important. I've learned that recently mm. because yeah. like mm. I don't know whether it's, is it because I'm old because I don't think I'm that old. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the amount of the uh, the effect of the sugar rush and the sugar mm. is real. Uh. Yeah, but mm. that was something that I learned uh, about myself and that even if we cannot do it at that point of time and like one idea mm. said, it's all about mm. uh, whether Allah wants to. Uh, uh, mm. Whether Allah rec- uh, that Allah recognizes your efforts and that uh, yeah ultimately whatever our ibadahs is also because of mm. Allah Subhanahu Taala yeah yes um and actually like can I just say something uh, Nadia mentioned this very important thing which is we can never do it alone and like I think going yeah. back to this idea of like internal and external motivation obviously there are different layers to it like one we need to seek the help of Allah and everything but going back to the idea of external motivation. I guess even though it is the circuit breaker and we cannot see people physically, we cannot go to mosques physically, but we need to remember that there are people out there who can help us create this community in order for us to be better in Ramadan. And like, I mean, one example is just like the people, your friends, you know, the peers around you or the people you are close to. And just to share, like for me, <laughs> I think I can lose this and a lot of my friends know this, but I'm really not a morning person. Like I'm the worst. Like, that's my yeah, biggest, biggest weakness. So like for this Ramadan, I've really, really struggled with staying awake after subuh because and like as we all know, like it's a great time to be productive and you can actually put in a bit of time to read the Quran and this and that. But for me, it's like it's so difficult. But this past week, like for some miraculous reason, I had this group of friends who were doing this like tadaru slash like um just tadaru class, and they were like, okay, we usually do it at 10 a.m. But because of certain people who need to go up earlier, we're gonna shift it to 7 a.m. Yeah, okay. I know how I woke up for it. Why <laughs> did you give them the punchline? 
<laughs> I was building up to the climax, Hakim. Yeah, Hakim just crashed it for you. <laughs> oh I my was god, so my, my entire so story is ruined. But yeah, so yeah, the summary of it is that I mean, when things happen and when the circumstances like push for it, I actually found myself awake and I found myself attending mm. that thing at 7 a.m. When I know that that's something that, although it may seem like so, like, huh, everyone can wake up at like after school, but for me, it's not. So, like, mm. that was a huge feat for me. And Alhamdulillah, I was like, oh my God, like, if I think about it, would, would this have happened if it's not Ramadan? Mm. You know, so these yeah. are the things that I was reflecting on myself. And going back to this idea of external motivation, I know that I would never have been able to do it without that group of people, mm-hmm. you know? So, as much as, like, we can say that okay, right now the circumstances are bad and everything. I guess going at balancing between internal and external motivation, it is on us to kind of find what are the things that can help us be like, you know, better or like do yeah. as much as we can in this Ramadan. And for me, like there was a really, I felt like there was a really like momentous occasion in my life. And I'm really, really <laughs> thankful that one, I had those friends and two, like I got the strength from Allah that Allah gave me in order to wake yeah. up and attend that. Um, session. So yeah, yeah she, she texted me at six forty-five, and then Hakim, are you awake? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm awake. <laughs> and then I was like, during the, I was in the one of the emancipation uh, session, yeah, session. session, one of the sessions. Yeah, and then Nuha texted me. And I was like, what are you doing? Texting, texting I just so needed morning. to share my joy of being awake yeah. at seven a.m. Okay, that's how rare it is. You should be a supportive friend, Hakim. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Are you sure you are awake? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, these are just some little little things that I mean, all of us personally go through. And again, it all goes back to the fact that everyone's Ramadan is different. Like everyone's yeah, yeah. journey is personal. So yeah, whether it's internal motivation or external motivation, I think. Um, like um, Nadia mentioned, it's all about asking ourselves, you know, like what can we do and how is it, what is the best way for us to kind of uh, carry on for this Ramadan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, speaking of carrying on um, for Ramadan, now that we are in our third week and I mean, it's really crazy how we're left with like almost, what, we're in day 11 or day 12 and we're almost approaching the single digit days and that means Laylatul Qadr is upon us so um me and Hakim were just discussing how like um you know even if our motivation is low right now and even if like our energy fluctuates I guess one thing that um, we can remind ourselves is that Allah has already you know put aside this 10 days to be the, to be the most special days out of like all of this whole month you know and if anything um I guess we can be assured that the blessings of these last 10 days will be so much more than we can imagine and perhaps this can be just that little boost we need to kind of like, okay, rev up our engine again and, you know, um, do more or like, you know, uh, try more and, you know, just seize every last mm-hmm. moment in this Ramadan. Yeah, what do you think? How, how do you foresee your last 10 days of um, Ramadan, Nadia? Inshallah. <laughs> okay, so I think, I think, okay, because like, I was, as mentioned before, like during the mid-Ramadan period, Mm-hmm. I sort of like felt tired so you know taking a break and everything so I really had to re-strategize how I wanted to spend you know the the last 10 days of Ramadan especially mm. so I think for me like it was really important for me to strategize because I think the last 10 days is you know like the days where you really want to be fully immersed, immersed in it and you don't want to like end up like feeling burnout like halfway yeah. through yeah. that 10 days so I think with that being said, like we know best our own capabilities. Like for example, like um, if we intend to 
pray in the night um, to stay up for tahajud uh, mm. for the last 10 days and then we have been consistently like keeping to it then you know like it most probably be feasible for us to do that for the last 10 days but even mm. if we have not been consistent I think it's important to just plan that intention to mm. you know do certain deeds um, that you want to do more during the last 10 days mm. and I think you know just uh, bouncing off like uh, uh, Nuhas Um, story about waking up early. <laughs> yeah, sometimes on our own, right? We really think that we are not able to do a particular action, but mm. if we plan that intention, like inshallah, Allah will ease it for us. Mm. And to, yeah, and we need to make dua lah to Allah to give us the strength to be able to fully maximize this last 10 days. And I think it also goes back to the importance of how we view this last 10 days, like why it's so meaningful to us. So I think for me personally, like it's not just um about uh it's not just about getting the rewards out of the uh, blessed night of Lailatul Qadar, you know. Mm. For me, it's more of recognizing how much of in need I am of that blessing of that mm. recognizing like mm. how I think because like throughout Ramadan you sort of like really have that understanding of your own shortcomings, you know, in your worship yeah. of Allah. So mm. I think it's in reckon for me lah. It's in recognizing this like shortcomings which makes me feel like I am really in need of this like mm. blessings and these rewards from Allah. So I mm. think how how I sort of like try to motivate myself to really do my best for the last ten days of Ramadan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean to build up from what Nadia has said uh, at the beginning, which was that setting our intentions, which uh, which is important lah. So like uh, the hadith goes by uh, actions are by our intentions, which has mm. which is one of the most important hadiths in hadith uh, amongst the scholars, especially when mm. they are writing their books, for example. Yeah. So I mean, this goes back to the importance of intentions or setting our intentions, and it, I think it goes beyond um, beyond the the Islamic sphere or the Islamic realm, which is also in what psychologists say, uh, setting their, your intentions to achieve your goal. Yeah. Mm. So. Uh, setting your intentions is very important and and about how uh, we will also gain the rewards even if uh, at the end of the day we mm. manage to do it. Yeah. Mm. But that doesn't mean we don't do it. Lah. We try our best yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Actually, I feel like <laughs> we covered so much more than I anticipated us to cover in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I think Nadia brought up a lot of good points that, like, Make me kind of re-look at some of the things that we're doing or some of the ways in which we're doing things in Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if there's like one thing, I mean, for me personally, that I really, really liked and took away from that is this idea that uh, honestly, like whatever we're doing, it's only like by the will of Allah. Like yeah. we wake up because of Allah, like in the night, you know, if you want to pray and stuff like that, we give food to others, you know, because of the rescue that Allah has given us and everything. And so like, I guess if anything, it's just a reminder that this month is really about remembering how much we need Allah. And yeah, thank you, Nadia, for reminding us about that. It's a reminder for myself, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, so um, so we covered um, a lot of things, internal motivation, external motivation, um, some of the ways in which we can recalibrate our goals. And also, of course, this idea that energy or what's the word, um, your spirit may fluctuate. It has its ups and downs, but it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, yep. you know yourself best and your Ramadan journey is a personal one. And the most important thing is for you to just keep doing whatever you think 
you can do and always, 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 as Nadia mentioned, plant that intention because that's what mm-hmm. he sees first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really liked um, all the sharing that uh, we have today. So thank you again, Nadia. So um, Hakim, do you have anything else to say before we go into our next segment? Nope. Can go okay. <laughs> so um, we are approaching the end of our episode. But before that, Hakim and I actually have um, decided to spice things up in our episodes. And we've added this <laughs> brand new segment. Uh, with the intention of just adding a little bit of fun and, you know, giving a bit of excitement for our listeners and also our guests. So, <laughs> Nadia Ismail is the very first person who is privileged enough to um, experience this segment. So, Nadia, are you ready? Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this segment is called The Quick Fire Round! <laughs> 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 Okay, so just a description. So in this quick fire round, I'll be asking you, asking you a set. Okay, I'm like getting excited, so my saliva is. Yeah, I can sense it. (laughs) So in this quick fire round, I'm gonna be asking you a string of questions. But the catch is, you have to answer in three seconds max. What if I do it? Okay. (laughs) You have to. Yeah, you have to. That's just like the rules. (laughs) <laughs> yes. that's the rules no we make the rules so um, you have to answer in 3 seconds and the, the thing is you just have to answer the first thing that comes to your mind okay so I mean all of these questions are like good uh, inshallah so nothing, okay. nothing to sound okay. you or whatever but the idea is just you know to be quick and um, it's just a fun segment okay so are you up for it yeah. Nadia? I'm never <laughs> <laughs> why do you look terrified it's actually really fun okay okay alright so right. are we ready? I trust you guys okay yes inshallah let's go okay <laughs> Commencing quick fire round. Go. Your favorite go-to saho food. Two. <laughs> Dates? <laughs> okay, okay. Next, right. your fav- your favorite surah in the Quran. Oh, inshallah, surah al-Rahman. Oh, ah, that's Allah, the next amazing. one. Okay, next question. Your go-to mosque for Tarawih. If all of us can go to mosques right now. Masjid al-Falah. Oh, Masjid Al-Fala in Orchard. Oh, I didn't expect that from you. Okay, next one. (laughs) I thought you would say something in like Woodlands or Emirates. Okay, next. One craving you've had since the beginning of Ramadan. Three, two, one. Sorry, I didn't know that. (laughs) Any craving. Something something that you've thought of eating or drinking. Or maybe you have already. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting to eat donuts. Oh, <laughs> now that's something. I think that's bombolinis. Yeah, I haven't tried now, that. Yeah. That is something we have in common. Okay, second last question. <laughs> One thing you look forward to every Ramadan. One thing, first thing comes to your mind. Reconnecting with Allah. Oh, oh that's really nice. Right? <laughs> and last but not least, the oh. last question ever. Three seconds. Something you tell yourself to keep yourself going. Uh, be grateful and don't give up. That's the end of our first ever quick fire round. Applause, everyone! Okay, that was kind of fun. You're <laughs> 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 pressurizing, guys. Noah likes to pressure people. That's the that's the point of it is to make you think about the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, but but it was very fun. It's funny. Weird things, yeah. We are recording this um, session for our, for our listeners right now. We are recording this session um, on video also. And 
the same time Nadia said it was fun, her face looked like she wanted to just escape from this whole situation. <laughs> so that's how much uh, pressurizing it is. That's how pressurizing it is. But yes, that's basically it. We just wanted to get um, uh, your opinions on some of the things that are related to Ramadan and also maybe get to know you a little bit more for our listeners out there who maybe have not met you or yeah, also just tuning in. So yes, thank you so much for being a good sport and joining our very first <laughs> quick fire round. You can tell that this is already my favorite uh, segment, <laughs> although it's the first time doing it. Yeah, so maybe Hakim, do you want to like sum up uh, right before we end um, this episode? Yeah, so we just want to thank uh, Nadia for joining us uh, on this podcast. Uh, it has been a while since uh, we've met. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while for everyone. Yeah, it's been a while for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, it was a, just a, <laughs> and it was a pleasure having you on the episode. Um, and we hope that our listeners are able to gain as much benefit from the conversation as we had. Uh, there were a lot of uh, tips and a lot of uh, thoughts and ideas that we have shared in this episode. And we hope uh, our listeners are able to gain as much as we have gained, uh, inshallah. And yeah, so if uh, so, Nadia here is uh, from uh, Korean Demon Solutions. So if uh, mm-hmm. those of you are interested, uh, uh, we still have inshallah, we still have five more sessions left. Yeah, so if you are interested, you can just uh, hop on onto Instagram and then type in the Demon Solution uh, and uh, join our sessions if you are interested in finishing the last five days or the, sorry, the last ten days of Ramadan strongly. Inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. Yeah. And. If anything, um, if all of you, uh, for those of you who are listening, um, I guess all of from all of us here at Reframe.fm, um, I guess our hopes is just that um, through listening to this with whatever energy that we're sharing with you, hopefully um, Allah will also grant us the energy to and energy and strength to finish off these few Ramadan, uh, these few days of Ramadan strong and stronger, inshallah, than when inshallah. we first came inside. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. Thank you so, so much and Hakim <laughs> for having me on your show. No problem. And, but I really, I really enjoyed this conversation, you know, because <laughs> it's really to understand that at the end of the day, we really have the same struggle. Definitely. A lot of our listeners are also experiencing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so thank you so much, everyone. With that, um, we will see you in our next episode and may all of you have a blessed remainder of Ramadan. Inshallah. Inshallah. Bye. Bye. Bye.